podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. The Unholy Trinity Podcast. Three blues. Three opinions. One Everton Podcast. Welcome to episode 60 of the Unholy Trinity Podcast. Where this week... Pete's away, we don't know where he is, he hasn't disclosed his location, so we've been joined by friend of the show, former guest, Callum Wyatt. Callum, how are you, mate? Yeah, all good, you know, all good. Um, best after watching that, that today. No, listen, we're all, we're all on an absolutely massive high after the, the, the first game of the season, obviously. We, we've come away from the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium with, with a fantastic 1-0 win. Um, Everton, exceptional. Three new players started. Um, Liam, I'm going to come to you first. Where do we start with that? Mate, I'm in dreamland here. <laughs> and that's, and that's not exaggerating already. Typical Evertonian already after one game. Or Already we're going to win the lot. Uh, <laughs> no, no, genuinely though, mate. Genuinely, it was a pleasure to watch that today as an Everton fan. Um, you know, it was every man on the pitch there did a job, didn't he? I mean, and Calvert-Lewin mentioned it in the post-match. You know, they all won their individual battles. I think he's bang on there. Um, and more importantly, we won the midfield battle. We went there last year. We were talking about it off air then. And it was a dire game, but they won the midfield battle that day. And obviously, Nick, 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 Nick um, a fluky 1 0. You know, we could have won two or three there easy today. And that, would, that wouldn't have been um, generous on us either. But it was just a pleasure to watch those players play today, mate. Especially the newbies who've come in, you know, and, and just done a great job. I mean, Decore, outstanding. The box to box midfielder we've been looking for. Alan. Just didn't really hardly put a foot wrong. Looked a bit leggy in patches, but you know he's obviously not fit, fully fit. But you know, just put out any fires and just a, a little cameo of Hamez there just shows you just just levels, mate. When it, I mean, just levels. I mean, he he just looked a class above everybody else on the pitch at times. But um, great to win, you know, get that goal as well and, and come away with the win. Um, first win in what seven years away from home against the top six, which is. Absolutely 40, outrageous. 40 games, isn't it? 40 games. Ridiculous, isn't it? Ridiculous hey, stats. It, it is, but nuts. It, it just shows you, you know, as you say, we went there last season and, it, and the performance, I say last season, it was a couple of months ago, wasn't it? You know, because it it's July the 7th or something, or something like that. And it's absolutely night and day, the performance that we had then to what we've had now. But we, we'll, we'll break down, obviously, individual performances shortly. But Carl, I'll come to you as well. How are you feeling after today's game, after watching that? You know, and we, we I like, like, you know, Lee said, you know, in our heads now, we're going to win a lot, aren't we? That, that's what Everton fans do. Great win. Premier yeah. League's ours and all that. But you know, let's come back down to earth. How are you feeling? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, I think with Ancelotti, you can always be guaranteed that he's got a plan, hasn't he? He's got a plan. He hasn't got one plan. He's got many. And the way that he just manages these players now, they all know the balls on the pitch. And that's, that's the difference. Um, if we're getting overran in a certain area or wide area straight away, it gets it gets dealt with straight away. Um, he's such a like a tactician; it, it's unbelievable. And he, he done one over today in Jose Mourinho. He really did. And you know, towards the end of last season, he identified what he needed in terms of players. Um, I said towards the end of last season, I said for us to go forward, um, in terms of compete, I think we'd come away from the four 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 two formation. Um, some people didn't think we would. Um, but I said, if you want to compete, I said, we need to go 4-3-3. Um, and he backed that up today as well with a 4-3-3 formation. I think it suited Gomez. 
I thought Gomez had some nice little touches on the ball. Um, Alan took about five or six minutes to get into the stride of things. It was spot on. Um, and, you know, everyone just needs the roles. I thought Luca Dean today was absolutely outstanding. I think that's the best I've seen him play, to be honest, today. Yeah, and, and Luca Dean got it, you know, not, not so much, didn't get criticised for, for last season, but because we saw him at a particular level in his first season and, and yeah. how he hit the ground running, etc., you know, he wasn't particularly everyone's the front of everyone's mind in regards to, you know, player of the season or having, having a, a very good season. But Luca Dean, he, he's a class act, and like you say, he was exceptional today, looked very, very good on the left hand side. Richarlison in front of him, we know what, 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 uh, what Richarlison's all about. Um, I thought Seamus Coleman, by the way, I'll come on to our new science show, but I thought Seamus Coleman was yeah, exceptional. I agree. Seamus Coleman went, went on notice, but I thought he was very good. Do you know what, though, in the first, what, five, six, seven minutes, and then obviously after we missed that chance as well, um, he tried to really target him down that left hand side with Son, and I thought, you know what, it's going to be a long, long game for, for Coleman. Um, but as it, as it went on, he just dealt with it. And, you know, we really nullified their, their attack. We really did. You look at today, they've, they're at home. Um, Kane's had two shots in that game. Kane's had two shots. One on target, Harry Kane. Um, yeah. And Sun's had two, one on target. And, you know, when we play them, Sun causes, causes all sorts of problems. You remember the game um, at Goodison? What was it? Six? What's, what score was that at home? Six, three? Was it six, two or something? Six, two, yeah. Six, two, and he caused absolute chaos. None of that today. Second half, he was anonymous, um, Sun. Um, but yeah, down against it to Coleman. I thought he was fantastic. Um, I thought the two centre backs were solid. Um, Keane, nine clearances out, out of nine successful. Um, and Rich Allison, you said before, in front, of, in front of Dean, I think his role in front, it sort of it killed us a little bit because when you got to the final third, he made some poor decisions and probably would have scored them if he wasn't so so tired. You know, he's had 10, 10 out of 10 take ons today, completed all of them, 12 ball recoveries, um, five tackles completed out of five. Um, and six fouls suffered. You know, he, he was just absolutely non-stop today. But I think we really do miss his, his goal set next to Calvert-Lewin. But, you know, we'll get there and we'll obviously work on him in terms of getting up there as fast as we can on, on them counter-attacks, I think. And, and the formation's flexible, isn't it? Let's, you know, we, we can drop into a 4-4-2 if needs be. And like you, like you said, you picked up on Andre Gomez there. He, I noticed, especially early in the first half, he was the most advanced of our of our three in the middle there. Yeah. He was he was literally at one point just behind Calvert Lewin. We just closed down the centre half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which and it was crazy. We've always said, you know, give Andre Gomez, you know, that little bit of space in front, let him play further forward so he can dictate play. And I thought I thought he looked very very comfortable. Probably got a bit tired second half. And, and, and That's what he done for Benfica, didn't he? He looked at the Benfica clips. He was always in and around the box, making things happen, and scored some great goals for them. I think obviously the play that we've got. We had last season him having to play a lot deeper, and we see if the centre back just just wasn't his game at all. Well, well, look, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Sorry, mate. Let's be honest with Gomez. He's, he's a creator, isn't he? Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's. I mean, I know his his stats don't leap out of the page in terms of, like he's getting twenty assists a season, but you can see, you know, in a three, he looks so much more comfortable. You know, so much more comfortable, especially with Allen obviously just sitting there, like I said, putting out fires all day. And yeah. Uh, you know, and you want you want Gomez in those positions, don't you? You want him in the final third because he has got he has got a pass in his locker, yeah, uh, and he can shoot off both both feet as well. You know, he's not scared to shoot. I know he had a shot in the first half off his left side that yeah. was blocked, but he struck it well. He was on target and it got blocked. So, yeah, and, and you've just nailed it there, mate. You know, the key is flexibility, isn't it? He's played four three three today, but now yeah. what he's got now because he's got those players available to him. Hopefully, they stay fit. 
he can chop and change it now depending on who he's playing, can't he? You know what I mean, and that and that's that's perfect for him now. Uh, where we didn't have those options at all last year, we were almost one-dimensional. Teams knew what they were going to face every week, didn't they? And that's why that's why he's, he kept four-four-two because it was an easy system, and he thought we'll ride the season now with what we've got and just try as best with it because we wouldn't be able to play four-three-three last season. It's just not enough, not a chance. No, no, no. Way. no. And, and I think it was um, Gary Neville on commentary said, you know, you, you look at the players who were playing in the middle uh, midfield last season. He said. You know, you'd like to Sigerson and people like that. He said they were playing out of position because it was needs most because that was the only personnel Everton had. And Ancelotti was trying obviously bring a, bring a new system into the side. So it was almost it's it's the age old concept of, of square pegs round holes, isn't it? And it was just a case of putting bodies in particular positions on the pitch. And it showed today by by having those three new quality signings on from the off how good that side can be. And and let's let let's pick up, shall we, with with the first of those and um, probably the most obvious one, but the, the one who I thought wouldn't start and someone um, quite happily told me today, you know, after telling me that, that Hamish would start and I said, mm, don't think so, you know, I don't pre-season, hasn't really played and he did start, was, was delighted in telling me uh, when the team came out how right he was. Um, <laughs> but Hamish started and let's get it right, he's world class, isn't he, Lee? Let, t- t- talk us through how good he is. Mate, like I said before at the start, it's just levels, mate. It's just levels. Good players find always have time, always have space. Always find space, sorry. Their first touch, immaculate, which gives them more time on the ball as a result. The, you know, the, the positions he takes up, he was just drifting in off the, off the right side, always, always looking to play a killer pass, always looking forward. I mean, you know, he probably could have created two or three uh, goals himself just off his own back, couldn't he? Even the bit in the first half where he, where he obviously he cut in on the left, looked like he was going to bend one, checked on his right, and unfortunately lost his balance. Yeah. And then five minutes later, whipped one with his left and was just so wide. Close, so but, close. But the thing is, with good players, we've said it all along, good players, you know what he's going to do there. You yeah, can't. Every one of us knows, but you yeah. can't stop him. You can't stop him. He just, his lovely balance just drifts in. And, you know, on another day, to whip that inside the post. Yeah. You know, and, and we were saying before, fair Callum there, weren't we? Yeah. You know, He's not even, you know, when was his last competitive game? And he's come in there, shows the conditioning he's in. He's played 87 minutes. Yeah. And it's just just little touches, just little, little you know, just, it was just an absolute pleasure to watch him today. Absolute I think, pleasure. I think you know, uh, what, where's he going to be in 10 games' time if he stays fit? You know what yes. I mean? I think, I he's in his last competitive game. We see him now. <laughs> he's in the fantasy footy team yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah transferred in. Sorry, his last competitive game of Corns, a lot of people was uh, in the 2014 World Cup, wasn't it? <laughs> did, did, didn't we say this? Didn't we say this before? Yeah. But yeah. this shows how, how narrow-minded I think a lot of pundits and other fans are, and, and how they don't do the research because yeah. he's such a successful footballer. You know, he's won so many titles, whether it be Champions League league titles and you know things like that, and, and domestic domestic trophies. He's an absolute class act, and we talk about first touch. We were saying before we recorded how Coleman pinged the ball into him, sort of uh, waist tight, and he just brings it down, you know, with, on, on, with his left foot. His, his passing ability, I mean, how many times in the first half, especially, did we see him come inside, look over to that far side to, to Luca Dean and feed him? It happened time and time again. But like yeah. you say, there's nothing you can do about it. He's, his feet and his balance is just, it's just a, it's a step ahead. And I think he probably just out, out the game slightly second half, probably due to fatigue and listen, yeah. he hasn't hardly, hardly played. But um, it's a, it's definitely a sign of things to come. And as likely said, in, in 10 games time, it's frightening to think where he could actually be and, and what level he could be performing. And it's important 
that the players around them step up a level as well and go with them because if we yeah. can click, listen, we're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna be a dangerous side. Injuries obviously injuries might dictate that, but yeah. we're gonna be a dangerous side, you know. And um, he's just I, I love watching him. I love loves his control and and he rightly got the plaudits, didn't he? Yeah, and rightly so. I think you know Carlo knows these players inside out, and whatever signing that we get. You know, we used to question, obviously, Marco Silva, other managers. We would never, ever question Carlo Ancelotti because he knows these players. If he says, I'm bringing this player in, not a problem. Don't care. How old is he, 35? Bring him in. You know, he's brought an absolute world-class player. He's created five chances today. Five chances against Spurs. And he's probably, what, 60% fit, probably. Yeah. Um, unbelievable. So, him coming in, it's given him a massive lift. He was the training the other day. You know, he always put the training on, on the on Twitter, and you can even see the tempo just increased massively with yeah. Richarlison, Decore, just off the little possession game, you can you can just see it, everyone's got a buzz, um, I think Alan, once he comes into his own, I think he's going to be an absolute animal, and, and I'm so made up that we dodged the bullet with Holberg, because I think Alan's <laughs> a lot better than him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah totally we'll, come on to, totally. we'll come on to Alan in more detail now, but just before we do, a quick stat about Hammers for you. Uh, Matt Cheatham put out before Hammers Rodriguez created more chances from open yeah. play on his debut after yeah. four, four trading sessions this is than any player uh, Everton players created in the club's last 20 matches, matches yeah. sensational wow. what, yeah. you know, what, what, I mean what, 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 a, what a poor indictment that is of the squad from last season first of all yeah. but he just shows how much of a class act he is with four days trading as you say maybe 60 65% uh, match fitness and he's doing things like that. He's just he's just an absolute sensation. If he stays fit, I tell you, we, we'll do, we'll do some damage to Sarge. You really will. But yeah. you know, let's let let's let's leave yeah, hammers if, if we that, can. On that, just to finish off there, though, mate. I said like top players find space. Top players have a great first touch. Top players always pick the right pass as well. Yeah, like, you know, you know, always in it. You could criticize Richarlison. He played brilliant today. Yeah, he should have been one the up there. Should have you know, top players there go round the keeper. Look up there. You go tapping one nil. Do you know what killed him? Do you know what killed him? When he beat when he beat Dyer and he's got past him, he nearly went down. His second touch was too close to his feet. It should have been out yeah. of his feet. If it was out of his feet, he would have shot. But then when it's yeah. close, he's gonna can't shoot. He had stuck in my feet and then he's gone around him. But yeah. then again, if, if Dom's giving him the shout there, he had the time to take a touch and then yeah. either shoot or play it across. And he just he just fluffed it, hasn't he, massively? But I, I'm so glad he obviously didn't. Obviously, draw the game nil nil, and obviously look back and go, bloody hell, we, we missed the chance there. Well, we've had we've, oh, how many sorry. times have we gone away to these grounds, and and those sort of chances you're cursing because you think, oh, we could have won it there if he'd adjusted. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean, but you know, it's that's the difference. You, you mentioned that touch there, that, you know, where he um he brought it down out of nowhere, but it was the end product of that pass as well. You, you know, he's always looking for it, gets it back, and that ball he put into Richarlison back stick there. When yeah. You expect you expect Richie to bag that. He's great in the air. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, you know what I mean, but the, but the weight on it though, isn't it? It's just the weight. It's just perfect. Just over his head. You're just not going to head it, mate. I'm just going to clip it just over your head. And to be fair, you know, I think he was obviously um, Richarlison there, probably two or three games in. Berries at. You know, what yeah. I mean, but I think you know, you probably got you know incited a little bit by it. But that's the difference to me. It's that end product. You know, not only did he get it out and and obviously create. Uh, great first touch. It's the end product he put at the end of it as well. Um, yeah. And he loves that little reverse pass, doesn't he? With the yeah, eyes yeah. every time. He did that a few times, didn't he? Um, but, mate, it's going to be a pleasure watching him play. 
Uh, just just wrap him up in cotton wool now. Don't put him out against Salford because they'll yes. take him out after seven minutes. Just get him in a in a weekly in a week's worth of ice baths. That's what he needs before we play uh, West Brom next week, week, so we can recover and get those get those legs back. But it's a big game. It's not a, obviously it's a, every game is a big game, but I think that's a big game because because now we've won that, we won this game. You know, if we draw versus West Brom, that's just an absolute nightmare. We we've got to win that mm. game. You know what I mean? Because otherwise, it's just it's not it's two points drop. We need to win that game um, and do whatever we need to do. Um, and yeah. on paper, we should. But six points out of six would be, would be a great start. Of course, yeah. And, you know, we, we, we look ahead to West Brom, surely. We've got, obviously, Liverpool coming up uh, not, not too uh, distance in the future. So you want to go into that game in, in, in a great run of form. And, and today's given us, obviously, the, the ideal springboard to go on and, and have a really solid start to the season. But yeah. before we start sort of looking ahead to, to that, um, let's, let's, let's have a little chat about uh, a Sky's man in the match today. And that was uh, Alan. Because like like we you said earlier, Cam took so maybe five minutes or so to get up to speed. But but once he did, I thought I thought it was sensational again. You know, um, you look at Hoiberg, who we could have signed, and we shouldn't judge players off one game, of course. Not Hoiberg's obviously got got quality there, but it was again night and day between Arnie signing and Spurs. He signing wasn't Callum. Yeah, hundred percent. I I think Alan just gives you. He gives you more. I just think he can carry the ball out. I love the way today, you know, we were under the cosh a little bit and you see him talking to Pickford and talking to Mina. Listen, slow the game down. Calm down. Keep the ball. Let Pickford have it. Let's walk out. And he just he just managed the players around him without being captain. I, for me, he, obviously, I said he should be captain from the start. It's start the season. Obviously, Coleman's in there. But it's a, his experience. And, you know, how many times, you know, before today, we've gone to them games, you know, be winning one nil and conceding it in the 80-90 minutes, mm. or concede two in the, in in the, in the last five minutes. You know, it, it's his management in that midfield there. You know, giving up really strong orders. You know, adds to his game as well. He, he wins them. He puts the fires out. He wins tackles. He's progressive. He can carry the ball. He can he can win them little fouls just to give you your player that little breather. You know, he's a very very clever player. Um, and he's only going to get better as well with time. Uh, and then he's another one, isn't he? Isn't he? You obviously Carlo's brought in. Carlo knows him very, very well. Yeah, he trusts him. Um, obviously, Alan trusts Carlo as well. Hence, why why he's made the move over here. And it, it was great to see to see the move. And I, I know obviously first game uh, for him along with the other two, but it was great to see that that sign and pay off, wasn't it? You know, he's come in at, like Hammers at a handful of uh, training sessions. But yeah. he, he certainly looks the real deal, doesn't he, Lee? Oh, mate, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's exactly what we thought we were getting, wasn't it? And he showed it there in a little in a, in his first performance. You know, you're not going to get many better debuts than that. Um, you know, he's he's going. He, we're going to absolutely love him when the fans are back, aren't we, Goodison? When oh, he's flying yeah. out, flying into tackles and that. You know, he, yeah. can you imagine that's with no crowd there today that he's geared up? Can you imagine him with forty thousand Evertonians? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? He's going to be. He's, he, he's going to do well not to get sent off. To be honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but um, no, mate. He's, he's, you know, he he looked he looked good today. He did look good, and and a couple of times when he was beaten, you saw that counter attack. Um, you know where, where it looks like Lucas was going to get away, and then obviously Decore's out of nowhere with his Vieira legs and just puts that tackle in, didn't he? Do you know what I mean? Um, but no, that was mate. A great Alan tackle today, off, by the way, it was a great tackle. I mean, Alan, I thought had a great debut today. Really good. Just like you said, just sitting in front of the back four, screening him. How many times have we seen our defence run ragged? 
I was a bit worried today when they had like Mina and Keane at the back. You know, we've seen them, yeah. you know, they're a bit too similar, you know, no, no real pace. Teams can expose him behind. But, you know, he did such a good job shielding him in that just, you know, one-man pivot role there. And Mourinho yeah. said it himself afterwards. You know, he said he made a tactical change with Dali, Dali coming off because he thought, he probably thought we were going to play 4-2, 3-1, didn't he? You know what I mean? And he, he just he just had a one-man pivot and he had Decore and Gomez obviously pressing high in front of those two. So, yeah. Yeah, we've made him change his tactics there. Um, and I thought Alan, Alan, had, Alan had a very good game. Not only... Was he great in the tackle? And like you said, Callum showed his experience at times, slowing the game down. But his use of the ball was really good as well. You know, he was he was, he was clipping some nice little passes. Yeah. Uh, again, tied a little bit towards the end, but he was still he was still combative in midfield, still looking to win those tackles. You know, he got in Son's face a few times, and you know he's caused us loads of problems in in, in the last few matches we played. We played Spurs, so. Great debut, mate. Great debut. He's only going to get better. They're all they're all going to get better the fitter they get as well. You know yeah. I mean, because he's got an engine on him. You can see that. But you know, half a dozen games in, he's going to be he's going to be all over the show, isn't he? Yeah. But like you say, he's not just about that. You know, he's creating the tackle. He's, you know, because people say he's like, you know a bit of a terrier in a people's feet. Lo- loves a tackle. We've all seen the clip of him celebrating a tackle for Napoli, mm. and, and which obviously Everton yeah, fans we're going to love that, aren't we? Like you say, when we're back in Goodison Park, and he and he goes through Jordan Henderson. You know things like that. We're going to love it, aren't we? That, that's what it's. That's what we're all about, and we want that intensity, and and we want our all our players to care and want to play for the club. But he's more than that. Technically, he's very, very good, isn't he, Callum? You know, you you, you see, like Lee said, some of the passes he's clipping. He makes the right passes. He's not, you know, he, he looks forward, straight in the tackle. Like you said, he's a leader. He was saying to players, "Listen, just relax, calm down." He's Brazilian, though, isn't he? He's Brazilian. Mm. All Brazilians got a decent touch on him, but yeah, he's yeah. on the ball. He, he's just very good, very very good player. He remind me a little bit like Fernandinho type, isn't it? He's really aggressive, but then good yeah. use of it when he's got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and obviously, look look at the career Fernandinho's had. If he's half as good as him, you know, in the few years that we're going to have him, then it'll turn out to be a class signing, won't it? Yeah, hundred percent. And I think it really helps that he's he's coming to into a club now with with quite a, a big South American influence, hasn't he, as well. So straight away, I'm sure he feels settled. I mean, we saw the clips, didn't we, last night of, the, of all the lads having a sing song and doing the initiations. I don't know why it's why it's Charles oh, felt the need. Awesome. He had to have a bit of a sing song. He's just a class clown, isn't he? But that's what it's all about. He, he's you know, he's the one Richard Charles and him and me are very much are. The ones who, who, who love a laugh and a joke, but to see all three of them get up there, you, you see Ham giving him a, a bit of a dance and sing as well. Alan having a go. The Corey was re- like he was reading some kind of buddy poem or something, wasn't he? I <laughs> uh, don't think he fancied singing, but it just shows how they come in. You know, a handful of days, they all look comfortable. The the the, the camaraderie is there. The the environment looks great for them. The atmosphere looks great as well. I know it's obviously we're only seeing clips, but it will help having. Obviously, you've got Charleston, Yeri Mina, James Rodriguez, Bernard, people like that who are all from obviously the same neck of the woods to help them help them settle in. And I think, you know, without sort of trying to overanalyze that, I think that's probably been reflected on the pitch today. And that comfort level is there because of what environment they're actually in. Um, but let, let's let's have a have a quick chat about the third of our, our new signs today. And I said it I think at half time. Because I thought he was exceptional first half, and he carried on second half. He another shout for man of the match for me again, and that was uh, Abdullah Decore. And I think he does a lot of the stuff which maybe goes unnoticed. We mentioned there how he how he got back and was you know last man sliding in tackle. You know when last season he's away to goal. You know we, we'll uh, we, we'd concede there, 
he does things like that. He's box to box. He's a big, strong lad. I, I think his passing, his passing is decent, good in the tackle. But another great debut, wasn't it, for, for the Corey, Callum? Yeah, it really was. Um, and obviously, he's Premiership proven. Um, and doesn't surprise me that he's played really well. But again, he's he's a mixture, isn't he? Now he, he's like he, he can defend, he can carry the ball. Um, today, you know, Rodriguez has got has created five chances. The Corey's created three. Um, and obviously, he's, he's prone to the odd goal as well type thing. So I think, you know, once this system settles, you know, it'll probably be fluid. It might be 4 2 3 one one week and then 4 3 3 Once these players gel, you're just going to see the best out of them. I think today was sort of... I think today was... If we can get a, we can get a clean sheet, you've got a chance of winning the game. So you look at our shape all the time. We, were never, we never really got overexposed. We never sent loads of players ahead of the ball. It was really conservative. Um, we didn't let Tottenham play through us. We like, made them play around us. Um, but, you know, he, he gives us something, again, something different. He can support Carvalhoon if he needs to. There's lots of times there where we've played it long. He's ran in. He's got won the second ball, picked the ball up, and then we've played from there. Um, so he, he really adds that as well. Just gives us, again, you know, legs in midfield, which we, we just lacked so much, you know. With Carvalhoon up front, you, if you're going to go long, you need players who can get around them win the second balls and do that. And with players like, you know, Sigurdsson playing Davis, we were never able able to do that. Um, so again, you know, another outstanding performance and week by week now, he's just going to get better and better, I think. Uh, it's funny, isn't it, Lee, with, with Decorey? Because obviously, he was linked heavily with Marco Silva last uh, last summer. Silva was, was trying to go out to get Decorey and obviously, our relationship with Watford is not great, let's, let's be honest. Um, <laughs> after the whole Marco Silva silver um incident but you look at him and you you understand why marco silver obviously he's working with him for a short period of time why he wanted him and i think we were all i, I was quite happy when we went with him last season thought he'd, he'd do a great job and you wonder how it might have gone for marco silver if he would have come in last uh last summer but he didn't do and maybe it's to our benefit that he didn't do because if he did Maybe we wouldn't have seen Carlo Ancelotti, and maybe and we wouldn't have seen the likes of Hamas Rodriguez and, and Alan coming into Everton this summer. Right, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> the key word I'd use for that midfield today is is balance. The yeah. midfield had everything, and you know, it's, we've been lacking balance for God knows how long, haven't we? So you know, we've got everyone's traits in terms of their midfielder play. There is exactly what we need, and they all complement each other. Uh, I thought Decore today, you know, exemplified. He was unlucky not to get man of the match himself. I thought. I thought mm. he played brilliant. Uh, up and down, as we all know, as you said, Callum Premier League proven, so he knows the league. But he, you know, he, he was he was he was just strong. It's just nice to have a, a big, strong lad in there putting in tackles, isn't it? How long have we been waiting for that? You yeah. know, and, and like you said, he's created chances. Well, he put Calvert Lewin in with a nice slide rule pass. Um, you know, Carlos had the bottles to play all those new boys today. And, you know, he's obviously had his mindset on this side I want us to play. And, you know, to have him and Gomez high up the pitch, winning, winning, you know, winning balls in their final third and creating, it was, like I said, it was a pleasure to watch. And then, you know, it, it, I know it sounds probably a bit ridiculous, but for me, it felt so routine, didn't it? Yeah. It felt so, it's like we've been going to these sort of grounds for years and just going, yeah, we'll, we'll just go there, turn up, play our game, we'll walk away with a nice three points. Yeah. You know, it just felt routine completely. And that's why I described the performance as today. How many times we watched those games over the years where we've gone there, put in a similar type of performance, but conceded a last-minute goal or yeah. you know a deflection or a penalty or whatever? We just didn't look like we were going to concede. I mean, Spurs had their moments, don't get me wrong, and Pickford needs to be given credit for a couple of great saves he made. But 
as the game was wearing out, you know, you, Callum, you said there, four minutes injury time, it felt like 40 minutes. Yeah. You know, uh, and that's just the, that's the Evertonian in us of recent years. And yeah. we're just waiting for that, you know, like in off someone's backside or, a, you yeah. know, or a, like I said, a penalty or what. But it just felt that we just kept the ball. We just kept yeah. the ball, just knocked it round, kept the ball. Oh, we'll go back to the keeper, get it back. You know, it, it just, yeah, it just felt completely routine. And the, the core just, you know, like I said, it just felt perfect balance with him in the middle there. Uh, and we're going to see the best of Andre Gomez here now, I think. Yeah. I really do. I really do. I think with those boys around him now, he's finally playing with class players. Yeah. And um, if he can stay fit, he'll have a top season this season, I think, Andre Gomez. I really do. I, th- I think I think Carlo's got a tee, obviously. It's only the first game in, but just everything he's doing, obviously he's signed three great players, uh, which we think will do really well. His organisation of the team. You know, you look at Michael Keane, you know, before Ancelotti took over, I said Michael Keane would probably be one of the first players out of the door, just because, more so because of his, not just his form, but his technical ability. You know, the likes of Holgate is technically better on the ball. Keane isn't. You came from a Burnley side. But the way that he's just, he's bringing the best out of all these players and, and doing systems that suit them players. You know, me and Dan Keane today, you're looking at them thinking, bloody hell, you know, they're two slow centre-backs here. How many times did they get get exposed today? Mm. You know, again, you know, is is his tactical awareness, Ancelotti, in-game management as well, is just superb. And they've had a plan for literally every scenario today. Every scenario. If, if, if Jose's changed it, we've changed it. If he's changed it again, we've changed it. We need a sub. You know, and, and that's the difference now. We've got a world class manager. Yeah, so, totally, totally agree with that. Um, and and I just want to sort of pick up on someone ever made before before we move on. Um, and that's Lee mentioning just then Jordan Pickford. Now we've all got our opinion on Jordan Pickford, and we all, you know, we we, we saw maybe this summer he, he might might go. I don't think he's going to go now. I think obviously it's too late, and I think Carl's probably settled on for for this season. Um, but he looked today massively concentrated. And we always say concentration is his biggest downfall. He made two exceptional saves first half, but his commanding of the area, which is what we what's been his downfall quite often, to be fair, was exceptional. I think one one at one point he went right over Yeah, you mean his head and punched the ball away, put it out for a throw, and Drake punched yeah. it a couple of times. And that's what you want to see from your goalkeeper. That that breeds confidence in the two centre halves, that breeds confidence in the whole of the back four. And it, it builds that trust, you know, which which we probably lack with Jordan Pickford for the last maybe 12, 18 months. And um, but we've got to give credit where it's due. Had a very good game, and was one of the reasons Callum why we came away with the win, wasn't he? Yeah, I, you know, I'm one of his big biggest critics, to be honest. Um, but I think again, it's another example of of Carl getting the best out of this player. You know, he's done the same with Keane. He's done the same with, you know, Dean. All of them players Pickford today. You know, pre-season. He would have had loads of work, loads of work, especially on claiming crosses. I think last season that was his downfall. He, he just didn't command his box. Balls come into the box, you're thinking, but it's a goal here, um, where it was coming to the six yard area. Now he, he probably knows that he can't catch them, but he's coming, he's affecting it. He's punching it, punching it clear, getting good hands on it, um, in and out for the throw in. And you know, it saves today with top draw. I still think his, his kicking needs work. Um, a couple of times a day where we needed to slow the game down and he's kicked it long straight back to the, to them to give them possession back um, so if he can work on that as well you know he's only going to get better and better to be honest but again it, it's Carlo again identifying weaknesses and making them you know into strengths mm, that's, that's right that's right and, and it, it's certainly today you know the performance of the 
side as a whole has got everyone on a high, massively positive. Loads of people uh, have, have commented and, and mentioned about how sort of excited they are. Tom Tom Fleming, a, a friend and a, a follower, saying Carl's on a job on Jose there. You mentioned changing formation when, when uh, Jose did, adapting to what Tottenham did. Obviously, all the new signs did very well. And people, a lot of people were saying about, you know, it, it's great to have, have a, a central midfield that can actually pass the ball, look like they're organised, and and it makes a massive difference to to Everton and and to that side. And it was just it was just great to see, you know, to to come away from a, a, a top six ground, if you like, with at Spurs, and it was probably as comfortable a one 0 win as as you're likely to see. And we looked at the main the main word there for me is we look controlled, and I was pretty much at ease seeing seeing that game out, but. It's definitely got got people talking. Definitely got people on a high and, and massively positive about obviously what, what's to come this season, and that's where we're going to sort of look look ahead to now. Because I'd, I'd like to sort of pick up what what are our, our expectations? We've seen the first game. We've seen three players who, who've been brought in. There's a chance of maybe a couple more as well. But what are, what are our expectations in terms of this season? How this season's going to go? What are we expecting? Uh, what are our hopes? What, what what are our ambitions, Anna Lee? I'll I'll come to you first with that one. What a time to ask that question after a result like that, mate. <laughs> um, if you'd have asked me before the game, I think we discussed this briefly on the pod the other week. If you'd have asked me before that, I think you know we would all been happy with pushing for Europe, wouldn't we? Um, you watch a game like that where we've gone to a, a team that's you know let's be honest, they're probably going to be competing for Champions League. Um, you know this Spurs team. It's not been dismantled too much from the Spurs team that got to the Champions League final as well, not long ago. So, for me, I I, I think I, I don't think it'd be remiss to say that we won't be pushing the top six. Um, I mean, look, Chelsea have strengthened a lot. They have strengthened a lot. Time will tell whether that team will gel because they have got a lot of new signings, but they've signed some quality. Arsenal, let's be fair. Artes has done a very good job since he's come in. They've already won one trophy, two if you want to count the Community Shield. Liverpool would count that. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, Arsenal look very impressive against, OK, albeit a, a Fulham team that will probably struggle this season, but they've looked good in other matches. They, they gave Liverpool a good game the other day in that, in that Community Shield match. So, that, you know, there's, there's... And then obviously your City and Liverpool, so there's four teams. So, I think, I think we'll push... I think we'll push the top six... Um, again, the key is we've said it before: the keeping these guys fit. That's the key: is keeping these guys fit. Um, you know, hopefully we'll bring in one or two other signs. We'll, we'll probably discuss that in a second as well. Uh, as well as Coleman played today, I do think you know I'd like us to get someone like an Arias in through the door. Um, possibly, um, you know, a, a really quick right winger maybe as well. Um, someone that's a real goal goal threat. I think would add to that team. Uh, but if we finish right now in terms of this is our window and these lads stay fit, I, I reckon we definitely can push that top six. Yeah, that's, and, and I, I totally agree. You know, when you look at the sides, you know, who notoriously finish, finish your bubbles and, and finish in that top six, you look at, can we push it? Yeah. We, you know, I know it's obviously the first game of the season. I know we're all on a high because we've, we've seen some real quality there today. But you look at, Likes of Spurs, if we're going to be up there, Arsenal, if we're going to be up there in the bout, Leicester, Wolves, teams like that. Can we challenge those teams? I mean, you know, if these these players stay fit and we get a couple more through the door as well, there's no reason why not. 
I think I think injuries are going to dictate, of course, like like any side. If we lose a couple of those players, if we lose the you know the legs of the Corey midfield or Hamez as a you know medium long term injury, it massively affects how we play and wh- whether we've got then the, the strength and depth to to still challenge is questionable, of course. But if we get a couple more through the door, you know we're going to be even even better equipped to things to challenge that top six. And and why shouldn't we aim for that? Of course we should. You know. We want Europe. Carl knows that that's the aim this season. The owner wants that. The chairman wants that. We all want that. And there's no reason why we can't. But what, what do you think, Callum, on that? Do you, do you think it's it's a, an achievable aim to, to qualify for Europe via, via the league? It, it's just one of them things. I think it's it's hard because this season now, you know, you've got every every team is strengthened massively. So you've got you've got Arsenal, you've got Liverpool, you've got City, you've got Chelsea, you've got. Spurs are going to be pushing. You've got Wolves again. They'll be pushing Leicester City again. So you've probably got like you know a top eight there, which them away games are going to be really, really tough. Um, I think our home home form will play a massive part in terms of if we can win ninety percent of them games at home, then we'll give ourselves a really good chance. Um, but again, I think it's how we do in the transfer market. I, I really think it does. I think we played exceptional today. But again, you look on the bench, there's no real world-class players on the bench. Um, you've got, obviously, Keane, who struggled last season. You've got Tom Davis, um, Sigurdsson. Um, so, if we can get another right a right wing, another right forward, um, which would then allow us to play a 4-2-3-1, potentially put James as a 10, um, a right-back. Um, and I think with that as well, if we do bring the right side to play, it would allow Richarlison to maybe play up top as well and then maybe switch wings so Calvert-Lewin could get a rest because Calvert-Lewin isn't going to be able to play every game this season. It's just not going, not going to happen. So I think we need to strengthen our bench and then from that, we've got we've got a real good chance of pushing that top six. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be quite intriguing, I think, to see how we, how we do um, manage the season. I think I think what goes in in our favour is we didn't qualify for Europe last season, and those sides that have have got an yeah. absolutely mad shocker calendar. So I think between sort of September and November, they're playing something ridiculous. Like, like sort of yeah, Kane's got like someone put the other day how many games Kane's got from now till November. It's like ludicrous how many, how many games he's got. Play. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like a third, it's like um over a third of a season's worth of games, yeah. just something ridiculous like that. And yeah. So for us, that's music to our ears because our, our our challenges for that top six, who are all going to be in Europe, are yeah. going to have to play these games. We're going to have to travel around Europe as well. Yeah, it's just you know play international games. It's, you know, there's a lot of things going in in our favour, so we we could potentially use that for our for our own good. We, we, you know, we we really could. So there's no reason why we can't, but. You've got to say, you know, whether we get Europe through the league or not, we've got to have the ambition to win a trophy, haven't we, as well? I think a trophy. I think for me, Carabao Cup this year, just win that. Win that and finish eighth, and that'd be a good season for me. We need to win a trophy. We need to go all out. But we need a little bit of, bit of luck with the draw as well at the same time. Yeah. And I think it's Sophie, Sophie Lee is, is the top of all our, our wish list, really, isn't it? You know, we yeah. We'd love to finish top four, of course. We wouldn't, and top six—a fantastic achievement. But you don't, you don't sort of remember those who finish, you know, second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth in season. You remember those who win it, Sophie, don't you? Yeah. Well, mate, if you look, if you have a bit of luck with the draw, Villa got to the League Cup final last season. 
and they stayed and they and they stayed up. They stayed up mm-hmm. uh, on the last day of the season. Uh, you know, you can't. We, we were a bit, a bit, we were a little bit unlucky last year when we played Leicester when they were in a great run of form, and we should have we should have knocked them out good as soon. We have three, four, five chances to to put that game to bed. <laughs> you always come back to this. You always come no, back to see how you mean it all the time, and that game. We missed two headers. I could have scored. <laughs> I'm crapping, yeah. But um, no, but genuinely speaking, though, I think you know if we do get a little bit of luck with a draw, you know we, that's a great chance for us to win that trophy. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a difficult one. You look at United, you know, I think Van der Beek's a great signing for them, and at thirty-five million, he's a top player. They've already got obviously uh, Fernandez, who's, who's transformed their midfield. Uh, if they bring in someone like Jaden Sancho now, it looks like it's probably going to get done before the end of the window. That strengthens them massively as well, and it with the likes of. Rashford with the likes of Martial showing form. Obviously, the young lad Greenwood looks a real player. Um, you know, so on, on and off the pitch, on and off the pitch, like on and off the pitch, mate. On and <laughs> off the pitch. Um, but no, but, but no, but generally speaking, I think um, you know they, those those are your classic teams that are obviously spending money. You know, Chelsea are playing fantasy football. They're signing all those players. You know, I mean, you, you, oh, yeah. I think I tweeted it out the other day, or you tweeted it, Mike. You know, their wages. I was thinking to myself, thinking, how are Chelsea getting all these deals done so quickly and getting them over the line? Oh, you know, all the press reporting, oh, they want to come and play for Frank. No, they don't, mate. You're paying them three hundred. You're paying them three hundred and fifty grand a week. That's why. Yeah. You know what I mean, I mean, I think Havertz is on two eighty and he's something mad like that. You know what I mean? So uh, money, yeah. massive season for them, by the way. Massive season because they proper spent money there. Lampard's oh. massively delivered there. Massively it's huge, mate. But it's just classic Chelsea, isn't it? It's just classic Chelsea. You know, oh yeah, Frank's going to come in. He's going to, you know. Some of, he's going to bludgeon some of these youngsters are going to come through like Mason Mount who's obviously a player people like that then that's lasted a season it's like right right Mason you're going to do well to get a game this season now mate we've just gone and signed 200 million quid worth of players yeah. so um, you know we were in for Thiago Silva I would have loved to have Thiago Silva he showed he's still a player you know in that Champions yeah. League run they had you know but then you know as soon as that Chelsea came in and said right we'll pay over 300 grand a week see you later you know what I mean so um, it's yeah, you know, it's going to be difficult to push those sides because obviously the amount of money they've spent, the amount of wages they're paying. But like you just said there, Callum, if we if we can push the top six, you know, we, let's let's have it right. We weren't that far off uh, up until lockdown. I know Chelsea gave us a hiding at their place, but um, you know, even when we came back, if we'd have had a half decent run, we still would have had half a chance of, of top six or seven there. So yeah, um, we'll see. I think you know, if we can finish ahead of the likes of Wolves, who've been very consistent last two seasons. Um, and, and teams like that, I, I, I think you know. I think we've got every right to see if we can try and finish top, top six or seven. I think I think the transfer window is massive now. I think, like like we said before, we've got to add strength and depth to that bench because that bench it's like it's bare bones, isn't it? Absolutely bare bones. Um, so yeah, I think whatever we add to that, we can look to push on really. Yeah, I, I think the bench today, you know, the bench looked 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 all right in terms of the, the names on it. If you like, it, it wasn't. It didn't sort of leap out, I think. Exactly, yeah. Who can come on there and win the game for us if needs be? And there wasn't really anyone there. Um, a we obviously wasn't in the squad. We, we don't know whether they were There was no, yeah, no Gordon either, yeah. So there's two players there who arguably should be on the bench over who was on the bench, you could argue. Um, but, you know, it remains to be seen whether we see Anthony Gordon go on loan somewhere. Um, there's rumours of where we was injured. Uh, we haven't heard any more than that. So we, we, we don't know, to be honest, but we, we'll see on that. But in terms of, you know, we, we've touched on obviously what our expectations are. Obviously, we, we, we'd love it. Love it, Sophie, of course. We would. We want to be pushing that top six. But like you said, Callum already, a lot depends on who comes in 
for the remainder of the window. We've got to the 5th of October still, the best part of, say, three and a half weeks. Yeah. Um, to get maybe one or two more through the door. A lot of talk over Tamori from Chelsea. Uh, there was rumours a loan deal was nearly done and a Lampard yet again reneged on that. Um, there's there's rumours of Arias. We spoke about him at length on a couple of the, the podcasts in recent weeks. The the Colombian uh, right back. Right back. Would you have him? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, of course. Callum? Yeah, I think, you know, it's only going to add to the squad, isn't it? Massively. You know, again, I don't think Coleman's a player who could play every game this season. And I don't think John Joe Kenny's good enough, in, in my opinion, um, to play the games that Coleman doesn't play. So we do need a potential real, real top-class player there. So, yeah, it'd be a good sign. Yeah. Do you think he'd, he's looking to shift Kenny out before bringing him in? Yeah, that's, no, I don't know. I think he'd have to know that he can get this player and then ship him out. So it needs to be done like probably about the same time, to be honest, um, before he lets him go. But yeah, you know, Carlo knows his players. He does. Um, and he knows exactly what he wants. And to be fair, the board have backed him massively so far. And I think that's only going to... Today's performance is only going to make the board go, but the, who else do you want? We're going to get them now. Yeah. Zahar's a weird one for me, though, isn't it, Mike? Do you think that? Zahar? Yeah. He's pretty much come out scored yeah. the winning goal for Palace and then said, oh, I don't want to play for you. Roy Hodgson was saying, wasn't he, post, post-match, that he, he literally wants someone to come in with it, with the money so he can so he can go. He's obviously, the lad's got ambition, hasn't he? And, and he went to United probably too young and we know he struggled to settle in the north of England. Um, he does seem to like, like it down south and in and around the London area. So you, you have questions around if, and we don't know, you know, we know what Mishiri's like, we know Mishiri likes him as well, and if he thinks he can get him for the right price, and Andy was saying last week, you know, we wouldn't be surprised if Mishiri sort of see his price drop, if he jumps in there, I'm sure, I'm sure we're, we're uh, at, the, at the front of Zaha's mind, I'm sure he wants to come and join Carlo Ancelotti and, and decide that he's, that he's now assembling with, with the quality of, of James Rodriguez and obviously the likes of Richie Allison, Alan Decore, uh, Calvert Loon, people like that. He sees those those that quality and thinks I'll have a, have a little bit of that because they let's get it right. Carlo was bought for almost instant success, hasn't he? He wants to win something as quickly as he can. It, you know, as much as Everton are in inverted commas a project, he sees it as we've got enough young players. We need some experience and we need some quality. We need it now. We want to yeah. go and do something. So I'm sure Zaha's thinking have a little bit of that. Um, do we think it's possible? Yes, I, I think it is. I think if a deal's to be made, it'll be cash plus maybe yeah. two or three players. Maybe Balassi go go back down there. Uh, Tosin, if, if his leg grows back, could go back down there. Um, you know, Anthony Gordon maybe on loan, potentially could yeah. do a job for him. He's guaranteed to play. You know, there's players there, which I'm sure Palace would would have uh, it's whether they want to lose the you know the the most pivotal player in their side who has been fit for many many seasons but I understand the link it's an easy link to make because of last season really isn't it and, and how how much you know we, we, we wanted them uh, but he definitely improved his side what are your thoughts Callum? I think they're, they're resigned to losing them now they're resigned to losing so now is what 5th of October the transfer it closes they're going to want to sell him because they don't want to play it around the place he doesn't want to be there. So they're going to have to sell him now. Um, and it depends what we can negotiate the place on. You know, again, if he, if he comes in, you know, that would allow us to play 4-2-3-1. 4-2-3-1, James is a 10. Richarlison left, Zaha right, Calvaloon up top. 
that's not a bad front four. That you know, that is not a bad front four. And then you could just swap Gomez and Decore next to Allen and just rotate them three players. Yeah, yeah, mate. Very interesting. I think if we get him for you know, bear in mind his age now as well, and you know they were quoting stupid money for him last season. If we can yeah. get him for you know less than thirty million, that's including obviously 20, you know twenty five mil, twenty five mil plus add-ons would be fine. Absolutely. Yeah, fine. yeah. I, mean, I think that's reasonable. I think mean, that's reasonable. And look, look, look at Deal Brands has done with you know with with apparently for uh, you know for um for Hamed's apparently what was it like ten mil, eleven mil, something like that. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of talk, isn't there? We, we, we've seen uh, 25 million euros with so much going to previous clubs, so much going to agents. We've seen 12 yeah. million quid. We've seen a free transfer. We don't know, do we? Let's get it right. But let's, let's also get it right. Marcel Brands is worth it. Bit of wonder that was there. Obviously, Carlo Ancelotti is, is the defining factor in a decision. Of course he is. But we've got to remember that we've still got to strike a deal with Real Madrid. And it was done. Um but by by all accounts, though, we we have we have heard that Bill Kenwright was was also uh, he was the one who, who was heavily involved in this deal. No whether people want to believe it or not, he was heavily really? involved in the deal. Yeah, he, he absolutely loves it. Giving, apparently. giving him some free theatre tickets and stuff like that, mate. He was for the every <laughs> for the everyman. So the everyman. some free freebies for uh, for Blood Brothers when 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 they're back open again. The theatre. <laughs> that, uh, that that that's the other deal. That's the other deal, apparently. But apparently, yeah, Bill Bill was was also involved in the deal. Marcel Brands, of course. Um, so we, we've was done it, well. Was Nkunku and... on the bench today? Sorry, Nkunku was no, in the bench. He wasn't. No, he? no? I didn't, not that I saw. Not that I saw. Might have missed them. Could have but done. No, but that's, that's a brand. That's a brand signing, wasn't it? That's a brand signing. Obviously, him him coming in. You know, young looks a real talent. Only nineteen, yeah. but he's an no, athlete, he strong. No, I wasn't on the bench. No, no. Right. There was, there was no. There that. was no centre half either. There was no Brantweight. There was no Gibson in there. Yeah, uh, it was very much, uh, very much sort of mid midfield orientated. With obviously John Joe Kenny, and then and Moise Keane, and then obviously uh, Jar Virginia. Um, so yeah, so there was no no uh, no Enkonku, uh, no Brantweight, no Gibson. So. Bit a bit of a bit of a strange one really was because if we, if we lose one of our centre halves there in a little bit of bother, but suppose you could last last Coleman inside. So many players there though that are on the bench who one probably aren't good enough, but then you think the players that weren't on the bench who was still at the club, Balassi, mm. Besic, Sandro, um just just players there that he still needs to he still wants to get rid of. So it's just no way to a lot going, yeah. Mike, 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 you're going to kill me for this. You know I'm going to mention it anyway. But I watched the Arsenal game the other day. Uh, oh, Gabriel. Game. Yeah, oh, you know what? Yeah, you know that I'm was nailed on. And I hate to say it, and I said to you, Mike, and Mike was fuming I was going to mention it because I said this on the pod the other week. That I hate to think that he's going to be our player where, you know, oh, we could have got him for 20-odd million, you know, like like Van Dyke, we could have got, obviously, when we went for Funes Mori. Yeah. Look, it's only one game. You can't tell. It was against a sort of, you know, a, a team in Fulham who are probably going to struggle to stay in the league. But yeah, he look, he looks, he looks everything that we need. Strong, powerful, quick, good in the air. Um, you know, threat in the opposition box. You know, what do you reckon? What do you happened with that? Do you think obviously we were in negotiations where we before obviously COVID kicked in? Do you think yeah. Tetris come in done a really good job? And he's like, bloody hell, you know, he's a decent manager. They're winning trophies. And then, obviously, the, the London factor as well. And that sort of swayed them, maybe. I think it's so. They're using COVID as a, an excuse. Uh, they're using COVID as an excuse. I think Everton had agreed a deal with the club. 
I think the agents then gone, hang on a minute, uh, Mikel's been on the blower to me. You know, you fancy going down there. And they've obviously done what all agents do then. Let's try and let's try and negotiate the best best yeah. deal. And it took that long to go through with Arsenal. So that shows you they were trying to get obviously the wages as high as high as possible, wasn't it? And yeah. um, I think at that point, Brands is fuming. He even mentioned it himself, didn't he? Saying, look, we had this deal pretty much sewn up. And then yeah. obviously I think Arsenal have come in last minute and and, and done done one on us there. The London yeah. factor's a thing as well. Um but I think we've just lost out. I don't think it's COVID, to be honest. I think we've just lost yeah. out on the player wanting more money and obviously going down south. But, you know, he looks, he does look, I mean, he's at the right age as well, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? And he, he looks like he's going to be a very good signing for them. Yeah. And we missed that. Yeah. We, we missed them at centre-back at the moment, Holgate. We missed pace. So we sort of haven't adapted the way that we play. as well. We played a high line, balls yeah. over the top and stuff. We just massively struggled to win games, I think, but... I think and he's a left footer as well, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. I think it's all you always look back on on the on the ones that get away when it comes to transfers, don't you? And you know, we've been here before, like Lee, you mentioned there, Van Dyke and we and we signed uh Funes Mori, you know, like for like. Look look where his career's gone and what look where Van Dyke's <laughs> has gone, I suppose you, you can compare. But you know, it's this is this is what happens sometimes and it's important, I think, not, not to dwell. It's it's obviously it's annoying. You, you can see He's a talent, of course. He's, you know, be ideal on our side. You know, left footer, the right age, that bit of pace, good on the ball. It would have been excellent for us to get him in. But you know, such is life. You 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 move on and you you you, you do the best with what you've got and what and what you can get. On the flip side of that, we've missed out on Hoiberg, and I'm probably glad that we did. To be honest, yeah, so, yeah, swings and roundabouts, isn't it? You know, we've we've got Alan who is. Looks, I mean, you know, one game in, let's not get ahead of ourselves, but looks to be to be the part. Hoiberg had a, had a poor debut. Um, but like you say, Callum, you win with some deals and you lose with some deals, and that's that's just the way the way that it goes. But um let's let's look ahead now if if we can, uh, to, to round off this this week's show. Um and we've got a busy week, haven't we, coming up now that we've just been discussing about expectations and you know looking to win a trophy and the first trophy that, that's coming up this season as per is the is the Carabao Cup. We've got Gary Neville, David Beckham's um Salford City in town. Uh, they're coming to Goodison Park on, on Wednesday for the the Carabao Cup. And you know, like like we've said, it's it's so important to get a good draw, which we have. It's a shame that we're not going to be in the ground to, to see it. Um, but we've got a good draw. It couldn't have been much kinder to us. So how, how do we see, and, and Carl, I'll ask you first, how do we see that game going? Surely we've got to win the game, haven't we? Yeah, we do. Um, but like you said before, I don't expect to play um, Rodriguez. I don't think he'll play. Um, Sigurdsson will probably come in. Um, Calvert-Lewin potentially might start on the bench, maybe, which I don't know. Richarlison up top and or Keane up top maybe, um, because obviously I think Saturday is just a bigger game as the Carabao because we, we can't go there on Saturday against West Brom and draw. We we need to win that game. So priority is obviously Carabao Cup, but he'll send out a team that he thinks can win it. Um, but I think he'll rest one or two players definitely. Yeah, it's we just said that me like like I said then. We, we we need to win a trophy and we need to win a, win a trophy as soon as we possibly can. It's it's something which is which is at the top of all of our our wish lists. Um, and we've got to approach the game like you say with a side that can that can win the game. We can't go in there and make probably wholesale changes and such. We can't. Well, we can, yeah, we, we probably can't afford to, to do that because we need to make sure we get through to the next round. And you know, 
I agree, Hammers, yeah, take him out of the, the fire line because he'll be a target for someone who wants to make a name for themselves, I'm sure, in the Salford City side. Yeah. Um, maybe even, like you say, Calvert Lewin, even the Charleston. I'd make a few changes, of course, but those who come out of the game against Tottenham, not too heavy legged, yeah. fairly fresh. Get him in there, Moise Keane, possibly get it, get a bit of a start. Uh, you know, with Anthony Gordon, if he's in and around the squad, you know, get him a bit of a start as well. But we've got to approach the game correctly. Yeah. And like you say, props aside to come back and win the game, you know. Um, Lee, what are your thoughts? I think Bernard Bernard probably will start, maybe. Potentially so, yeah. You know, he was obviously in, in the squad today. Tom Davis is in the squad today. Um, John Joe Kenny, but like like you say, we don't want to make too many changes. So good yeah. that's been done against Tottenham is undone a few days yeah. later, and we find ourselves out of a trophy that we want yeah. to win. You know, yeah. um, but Lee, what are your thoughts on on the game on Wednesday? Yeah, mate, I think um, I think it'll be uh, an opportunity to to field some of the, the the lads that didn't get a game today. You mentioned there, Callum likes of Bernard. If Wobie's not injured, I can see a Wobie coming in. Um, Iwobi played well, didn't he, in the League Cup last season when he started his career. I think he bagged and got a couple of assists, didn't he, in the first few rounds. Um, so hopefully he's fit. Um, we should have enough for that. I can see Moyes Key maybe getting a run out, starting a chance for him to maybe uh, bag, bag a, uh, a goal. I think he'll also use it. Um, he might even give the likes of Alan and the Corey, you know, 60 minutes and that, try and win the game and then bring him off just to get a bit of fitness in their legs as well, maybe. Just, yeah. just don't know what his thoughts are, but I know you mentioned earlier, Callum, the bench doesn't look great. I mean, it certainly looks better than it was last season, though. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. The likes of the... I know Bernard didn't have his best season last season. Um, you know, and he's, he's come out publicly and said he was struggling a little bit mentally, didn't he, and stuff. Yeah. But you see, he's still a technician, isn't he? Do you know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah. um, I, think, I think for him, I think when he played the other day, it was only against um, it was Preston. But I think for him, again, he sort of... Even getting the ball in the, in the half spaces as a 10 probably suits him a lot more. I don't think he really he's a, he's a winger. I think as a central player, he, he can really create um, in a central midfield. So him as a 10 potentially um, against Salford would work all right, I reckon. Yeah. And, and so, so, I mean, it's important, as I say, we, we give we give players game time, of course. Um, and Bernard, like you said, could be one who does come in you know, to the side. And against Preston, in, you know, we, we, we you can't take a lot from three season three on these, can you? Of course. I mean we we do the first one, you know, three or after being three 0 down. Yeah. It's Blackpool and be be pressing soon. But Bernard did look a bit like his old self in terms of when he when he had a good game for us, when he when he was in decent form. You know, he was orchestrating play, he was finding little pockets and bringing other players in and that that's what he's all about. And we know Carl was probably reservations because of the size of, of Bernard and Away from home, he doesn't really give him a go because he, he thinks he struggles with the physical side of the game. Um, but it'll be interesting to see if Bernard comes in. You know, Salford do the first game of the season too well. Um, so that was obviously they really, they really just come back after uh, after not playing for quite a while. So Salford the Waller come there and of course make make a name for themselves. It, it's a shame that you know they haven't got the, the fans in because I'm sure they would have brought a half decent crowd with them. It's pretty, you know, we're Liverpool Manchester rivalry, of course. Uh, they've got a lot of coverage because of who owns them. Uh, obviously, they've had uh, the Class of '92 television show for numerous seasons and and so on. So that would have been a, a really good game to go to, I'm sure, and and be, be really well followed. But I think that probably goes in our favour, to be honest with you. You know, not having the influence of of the crowd, and and I'm gonna. Kick off with a, a bit of a prediction, and I see us win the game four nil. 
don't want to get carried away after after today's win, but I, I see I see a four 0 win. Forget uh, I, I, I just can't see it. I think you know Carlo has to set up, and Carlo's got got systems in place. Like we've said, he's adaptable, he's flexible, he's a world class manager, and I don't think for me we're going to slip up against Salford. Callum, prediction. I was going to say four 0 but I'll obviously change it. Um, I'll go I'll go three 0 Three 0 Comfortable, hopefully, Lee. Yeah. Yeah, mate, I think so as well. I think he'll still make changes, like I said. Um, see, Gene, I've got given that game today. He's probably scouting us when he scouting us out, see how we're going to play. Um, <laughs> well, it, yeah. He'd be on the blower to the manager now saying, right, this is how we're going to set up. He didn't, know how, he didn't know we were playing, though, at the weekend, did he? And then we, he yeah, asked that question. Wild, and the suit yeah. didn't have a clue. I know, comedy. Uh, that, so he wasn't comedy. scouting that well, I suppose. Walker and Wise on commentary there. <laughs> um, but no, no. But genuinely, I thought you know I think we'll have too much for him, and we should do in terms of quality. I thought we play like I said today um, with a little bit of arrogance as well. And if we can carry that into the next game, you know, he might go strong early doors. You don't know. He might go that like, just put the, win the game maybe even first half, and then and then bring on uh, you know reinforcements at half time. Do you know what I mean? And, and rest some of the some of the. Can you imagine, can you imagine them starting Rodriguez at ten? Oh my word! He's going to get it, like Mike said. He's, if he plays ten, be some of the lads at Salford. Yeah, you're literally going like literally. I'm on the same pitch as Hamas Rodriguez here. How many? How many do you reckon of those guys are going to be after his shirt? Oh yeah, all of them. I, I, I think I think he'll be in his uh, in his Hilton suite with his feet up, uh, <laughs> kicking back, watching on the telly. I'll be honest. I don't, I don't think we'll see him. On Wednesday, I think he'll be. Yeah. Let's keep him fresh. Important game, and we're going to look at look at that now. Important game, like you mentioned, Callum West Brom Saturday. We picked up three points today in a game. You know, when when you look at last season, how, how poor we were. Great win. Haven't won the top six ground for for forty games. Um, so we started the season as well as we could have expected. Yeah, and you know it's so important now when we face West Brom at Goodison, who've been. Been, been by Leicester 3 0 um, in their first game. game like? Did you to see any of it at all? Yeah, they, they weren't great, I'll be honest. I don't think I don't think West Brom had, uh, had any shots on target. If they didn't have basically near, near the back end of the game, they didn't have any have uh, any shots on target. I mean Leicester, Leicester were well, Leicester, Leicester are they're deficient. They've got obviously characters like Jamie Vardy. The new player scored for them, the Castain, was it? He scored, didn't he? Yeah, Castain scored the first and then two two Jamie Vardy penalties late on in proceedings got them the win. But looking at the stats, they had no shots on target and two shots off target West Brom today. Really, really struggled. Leicester boss possession, yes. 63% to 37. Um they didn't they didn't really lay a glove on Leicester. And I mean we know Leicester are quality, they they a good outfit. They've got, you know, the the only the only league a few years ago with some of the same players, which is still in the side yeah. now, and they've got a, a half decent manager there in, in Brendan Rodgers. Um, so tough tough game for for West Brom first up, but we've got to we've got to teach them a lesson as well. You know, we've we've got quality on our side now, and there's no reason why we why we can't welcome them to Goodison Park to to the Porter Cabins in the Park End and uh, mm-hmm. and send them packing with with a comfortable yeah. win. But you know, what do you think, Callum? You, you know. Do you think we can we can win that game and and start you know two wins from two? Yeah, I think like you said, I think it's sort of keeping players fresh now and just starting a weekend team versus Salford. Hopefully, win that, and then the likes of Rodriguez then comes back fit and ready and ready to go for another ninety minutes. 
Um, he's done well today. What, what did he come off on there? Like 80th minutes or something like that? Late on, yeah, late on. So, so um, the more rest that he can get and then get him firing, because we'll need him firing again on Saturday. You know, if you start creating four or five chances again for Richarlison and Carvalhoon, hopefully Richarlison has a shooting boot on this time. Um, but again, you know, six points out of six won't be bad going to the third game of the season. Yeah. Hammer's played until the 90th minute for Tom yeah. Davis. Yeah, so he went, he went all the way through pretty much, which is... Like, like Carl said after the game, for someone who's trained for, for four days this week, four yeah. sessions, that's exceptional. You know, and, and also no preseason hasn't really played at all no. in the last few months, especially. You know, it's it's an incredible it says a lot about the player, you know, for, for someone, you know, a lot of people said he's a luxury player. Can he recapture the form of two thousand and fourteen? People who don't watch football very often have said have said this. Um, but it shows it shows what he's all about, doesn't it? He was keeping himself too, wasn't he? I think he was having private sessions as well. Um, yeah. When the transfer was going through and that. So he's definitely one who obviously, you know, doesn't just chill out whenever he obviously wants to still be at the top of his game and um, getting private sessions whenever. So, yeah, that's massively benefited him going to, in today's game. Yes. And it, it's, so, it's, just, it's just so important, isn't it, that... Uh, that we do, we do keep up this this excellent start of the season. Lee, what what do you think? Do you think it's going to be um, a, a routine win for for the Blues against West Brom? Um, well, based on that performance today, yeah, I mean, you'd like to think so, but you know, um, we can't get too carried away. I thought I, I did watch a little bit of the West Brom game today. It was nil nil for a good chunk of the game. They were they were sort of um, the game was really quite tight. You know, it, it was it was they were sort of stifling the Leicester team. A little bit typically what you'd expect from a West Brom team. Um, but as soon as they got the first goal penalty yeah, for Vardy, the game just opened up then. Yes. Once the game opened up, um, you know, Leicester got their full backs forward and then you know they looked like they were gonna get a couple more and then, and then that proved to be the case. Um but it was it's Castagna boys. That's how you pronounce it. We're a multilingual podcast here. Come on, boys, let's get it right. What did I <laughs> what did I say? Castain. It's no, Cal- it- Callum said that. I'm pretty sure when, when I listen to this back, I'm, you know, you know, no, me no, mate, you, you me, said the same thing. <laughs> you know, me, I'm, me I'm language. I am, I'm, I'm, I'm multilingual. We all know that. Um, <laughs> so I, I'll listen back to that and see. If I said it wrong, I'll just record myself saying it correctly and put that in. <laughs> in, in fluent Belgian. Yeah, um, that's right. No, but no, but I do think. Um, yeah, we should have too much for them. I think they'll probably do what they did today against Leicester. Really, um, they'll they'll come down. They'll, they'll probably try and be hard to beat. You know, probably play a low block system. Uh, try and l- limit the space in behind. Um, but the beauty of having someone like a Hammers now, I mean, uh, you know, is that he can unlock doors with, just with his quality. And even if we're up against low block systems now, how many yeah. times we've struggled against those sort of teams? You yeah. know, we've now got players. We've got Gomez a bit further forward. We've got Hammers who can just sort of drift into space. Um, you know. Oh, the core as well. Uh, we've got someone there, like a little magician there now, who can who can do something out of nothing. Um, so that's the beauty, you know, against top sides today, like we, you know, a Spurs team that weren't completely at the races, he's looked decent. But against teams now that are going to sit off on us, you know, we can hopefully try and break these guys down um, with that sort of quality. So yeah, I do think we, we should have too much for him. If we can score early, it opens the game up, and then we could possibly get two or three. Yeah. Um, if not, you know, you'd happily take, you know, take take a one 0 wouldn't you? Again, yeah, all day. And just just on Hammers, just while while uh, while we're speaking about him yet again, um, he's put a post on Instagram after today's game. Obviously, yeah. performance from the team, very happy, etc. 
Um, and in the space of 15 minutes, he's had uh, 250,000 likes. Not many. So, um, it's not many at all. So, listen, if, if, we, if we can't get it right with him and market uh, ourselves correctly with Hamas Rodriguez... You're going to tag him into this post? Tag him in? Um, I, might, I might do, yeah. I might see if we get him on. Yeah. Might come on, mightn't he? Yeah, he he's only got 250,000 likes because he's tagged you in it, mate. Yeah, possibly. Listen, he, he knows that I'm that I'm multi multilingual, so I can probably do the the uh, the what's the name of the interview in in uh, Spanish. Spanish and, and away we go, away we go. So no no problems there. But let's 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 end end the show on uh, on predictions then for West Brom. What do we think, Callum? Um, three nil. Again, three nil. Clean sheet. Yeah. Lee. Bloody hell, lads, we're getting carried away here. Six, <laughs> how many beers you had, Callum? That's a six nil aggregate in, in, the, in, the, in the two games. Only playing uh, small Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Let's not speak. It'd be typical of Everton to go and lose to someone like Salford now. Oh, yeah, I know. Um, no, but um, like I said, then I, I do think it'll be they'll come. They'll come to try and frustrate, and um, you know, it's up to us to try and break them down. Um, obviously, they've lost reasonably comfortably in the end today. Um, these games are a weird one like we said didn't we we said that you know um, since coming back after lockdown there's no real sort of home home, home advantage really is there no. uh, with the likes of the crowd and stuff and maybe the teams like West Brom will you know with maybe and Fulham's will, will probably suffer a little bit because of that the lack of quality and, and obviously the home fans getting behind them um, also notice as well if you look at the stats you know there's there was a lot less, uh, well, not a lot less, but there were less goals after lockdown as well, weren't there? And, things like that. and that, that points to the fact that obviously crowds have an influence and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll see. I think we should have too much for them. Um, I think an early, and, early, early goal is key, I think, isn't it? I think it's a long Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a bit harder. But I think you'd like to think if, you know, Rodriguez is playing on his game and stuff with Charleston as well, you know, you've got enough in the locker to beat them, I think. Well, how heavily reliant were we on Luca Dean being our creative force, our own left back? You know, he was the main creative force in our team last season. Yeah. Now, you know, we've we've got Luke, Luke, he still obviously provided the goal today, obviously. But you know, we've got him, we've got Hammers coming off the right. You, you've just mentioned there Decore. I mean, Richarlison could have easily got two or three today. Oh, we should you know, have two, two or three nil wouldn't have flattered us today at all. No. I know, but as you said, made a couple of good saves, but. You know, Richarlison really on another day there, Sharp could have got a couple of goals yeah, easy. Ron Ron really's caught inside there. Another day he buries them, doesn't he? Oh, easy, mate. Well, you know, Bamiyang, you know, just just pass it in the far corner, isn't it? You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. He's, he's obviously set out too far wide, but um, no, I, I do think we should have should have too much for him. So I'm going to go um, a little bit less ambitious. I'll probably say two nil. Um, I do think we should be able to keep him out at the back. Um, so I'm going to say two nil. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, they, they will come and frustrate it. They're going to want to get the, the first point on the board. Um, like you say, it's not as if they're coming to a pack or doesn't park where the crowd can influence things and make it more difficult for them. Um, but I think we're going to have too much for them. On, on you know, on today's evidence against the, a decent Spurs side, you, you should be in and around the European positions. You know, I'd, I mean, maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves because we've had a good win today, but. I think I think we beat West Brom. I think it'd be fairly comfortable. I think I I go in the uh, the three 0 camp as well. I, I just see goals. I just see I just, just see comfort and and um, top of the league here we come. So we yeah. probably said it last week. Sevens on the cards, lads. Don't you worry about that. Hmm. Over over your back on the ground. It'd be interesting to see if we if we can get past Salford. If we get another home tie, we get another home tie for mm-hmm. the next round. That'd be that'd be quality. 
yeah, I think yeah. I think like, like we've said, good, good draws are so important in any kind of cup competition. And you know, we can get a home tie against a, a lower division opposition. Yeah. Fantastic, because obviously the, the sides who are in Europe will come in, in in the next round as well. So it's going to be tougher from the next round onwards. But if we can get a, again a low division side of Goodison, then I'd, I'd fancy it every single day of the week. Uh, but we, we'll see. Busy week, and hopefully we can come come through it unscathed and and looking uh, looking sensational yet again. Uh, but Callum, thanks for coming on the show, mate. Thanks for having us. A pleasure as always. Thank you very much. Fa- fantastic. Hopefully, Hamas Rodriguez retweets it. <laughs> yeah, hopefully so. Yeah, but fa- fantastic uh, replacement for peace. As I say, we can't we can't even find him. I don't know where he is. Yeah, um, just won't Track disclose. Trace, mate. Track trace. I might, might have to. Yeah, might have to uh, go on a bit of a hunt and try and find him. He's he's very of his peace at times. So yeah, he's probably just in his. Probably yeah. just uh, having a few drinks and just uh, thought I'd just relax for the night, you know. But he's he's got he's hammer, he's got hammer round for dinner, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no doubt. A bottle of uh, a no bottle of yeah. and a steak on the go with, with Hammers Rodriguez uh, but Peter will be back next week all being well um, as will we as we, we look back on on the, this week against uh, the games against Salford and West Brom so thanks for listening and we will catch you then The Unholy Trinity Podcast Three Blues Three opinions, one Everton podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network.